Your goal is to create happy customers who then create other happy customers. Congratulations! Here's what I've learned. The best of the best have got the following. selling, going, going. Gone, so congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next six months. About an hour ago, my daughter said to me, Daddy, a lot of people know you, but you're not close friends with a lot of people, which is an interesting observation. And what are you doing? Now, Christina, let's find a spot here. And can you bring it up? Yeah. No, we'll go by the beach here. I just want to show everyone this beautiful beach. Christina, come here. Get your Instagram on. Start live streaming. You can tell this is not a very high-tech production here. Okay. You're up? Yeah, wait. Let me see. Alrighty. So, gang, here we are. How's that? Uh, let's get a good angle here. I reckon he is just about right. Alrighty, so guys and girls, let me explain to you why that observation was that I don't have a lot of friends. I keep my circle tight. And I want to explain to you a concept that I explained to my daughter before, and that is... Are you supposed to be filming this on Instagram? That was your job. On her account? On mine. Don't worry about it. It's all too hard. Oh, so I don't do it on Instagram anymore? That was your job. You were going to come and film this on Instagram. Well, I don't have your account. You did. You went onto it before. I don't have your... Guys. Do I do it or not? Don't worry about it. Okay, so, guys and girls... Let me explain to you the concept of marble jar friends, which I explained to Maddie. A marble jar friend is a friend that's got a lot of marbles put in the jar. And what do I mean by that? These people are close. And the reason they're close is that trust has been earned and it hasn't been betrayed. So what actually happens is when you get to the level where you have got evidence over a long period of time with people that each time you trusted them, there was another marble going into that jar. And there comes a time when that jar is full. And what actually happens is you're prepared to be vulnerable to these people. You're prepared to give your most intimate secrets because you know that you won't be betrayed. And I have to say to you, that there is not many people that you, you can't have that. And the reason why is if you think about this concept, that one of the reasons that people are scared to be vulnerable is they're scared to get hurt, right? And they're scared that they're going to get betrayed. And what I'm going to say to you guys and girls, as you're watching this video here, that there's this link between vulnerability and trust. This is great research that comes through Brené Brown, and I'm reading her latest book, it's called Lead Something, but if you Google it, it'll come up. Now, Brené Brown first came to light with her great TED Talk on vulnerability. Now, vulnerability is about you being prepared to be hurt. Now, one of the reasons why you won't really open up to people 
is this. You won't open up to people because you're scared of being betrayed. But there's a group of people that we call marble jar friends. And what's happened is over a long period of time, they have proven to you that when you have opened up and talked about stuff that you didn't want to get out, that they were confidential with that stuff. These people here, what's actually happened is they remember little bits of detail, important detail like the dates and, you know, birthdays of your kids or they know the day that you've got a chemo session and they ring up or they, you know, contacted you because there's some bit of detail that shows that they really care. Now, here's the deal. In research, what they find is that this trust happens over a period of time. And that's why, guys and girls, when I say to you this term, frequency builds trust. And I know that a lot of the audience that watches a Sunday Night Ran are real estate people and salespeople. And what you've got to understand is this concept that when there is trust in the relationship, the terms become negotiable. So how do you earn trust? over a period of time with small acts, small acts over a long period of time. And the problem is that a lot of people in sales that have got a very low threshold for gratification, that means that they're not prepared to actually build long-term relationships with people. They're the ones, they're the ones that have been struggling in the last six months and they're the ones that are gonna cop it in our industry. So gang, I want you to understand what do you need in life? Five marble jar friends, right? That's what you really need. Keep the circle tight. Now, every time there's trust made, just picture what you're doing is putting another marble in the jar for that person. And what great people are doing is building that marble jar up. Now, I'm going to touch on some research by Gotham, G-O-T-T-A-M. This guy had a 90% predictability, 90% accuracy on whether people would actually get divorced. That's an extraordinary rate. That's an extraordinary rate, 90%. And why? Because over four decades, four decades, he studied couples. He would actually see them interact. And he started seeing that there were four, and I'm not gonna cover all four, I'm gonna cover two. There are four traits that are going to be indicators on whether your marriage is going to go the distance. Two of the biggest were the following. Contempt, contempt. That was the biggest, by the way. When one of the two people, or potentially both the people, get to the stage where they look down at the other person in such a negative way that that person feels disrespected, and uncared for and when they're asked what first attracted you to this person or how did you meet this person can't even really think or want to dwell on it this is what happens with people that suffer from contempt what's the opposite of contempt admiration so it means that if you're watching this video right now and you're in that situation where your relationship is on the rocks what the research shows is that you can change things. You can change things by moving from contempt to admiration. And admiration is to start 
thinking about the reasons that you first were attracted to this person and you look back at the things that you've really enjoyed together. This is great research that I'd love you to go follow off yourselves. The second quality that showed a propensity on whether there was going to be a 90% divorce rate was this. Get ready for it. Stonewalling. When one of the two stonewall. What's stonewall? Where you basically say, I'm not cooperating. I don't want to know. Where you block things. Where there is no negotiation. So guys and girls, ask yourself at the moment, if your marriage is on the rocks, what are you scoring like in contempt? What are you scoring like in stonewalling? And the great news is they're changeable. Over the last week, as I've been sort of chilling a bit, reading a bit, and helping my mind cut the noise and having silence, I begin to realize that as a person, the biggest thing that has helped me a lot in my life over the last decade is my ability to actually not participate in the problem as much as participating in the solution. And I put a post in yesterday which said this. It said, the problem is never the problem. The problem is the way we look at the problem, which is very exciting because you can't control the actual act or the situation or the event, but you can control how you choose to look at that event. And what a lot of problematic and challenging situations are is that the story and the labeling that you give that event, you change the label, you change the story, you change the way you look at it, the thing becomes to look different. As Nicholas says, your perception of the situation. Now the good news is you can control your perception. You can control the way you process things. You can control the way you look at things. And as Dr. Wayne Dry used to say, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So I'm hoping as we're moving into 2019, that you begin to realize that I want you to understand that you cannot have a positive life with a negative mind. And you've got total control on how you choose to look at situations. I'm not saying overnight, if you've been a warrior, if you've been someone that catastrophizes, if you're very anxious, I'm not saying that it's going to change overnight. What I'm going to say to you is do the inner work. And you're listening to someone who for a lot of their life was a warrior. A lot of their life, I have to say to you, a lot of the time, a lot of the time in my life, I used to suffer having sleep insomnia because I would go over problems and various scenarios in my head. I would actually go off and do like 70 scenarios and 68 of the 70 scenarios were made up fucked up alternatives that would never happen. But what happened is slowly as I began to do the work, I began to realize I started to sleep better and I started to let things go through to the keeper more and I only worried about really, really big stuff and the rest of the stuff I just didn't give them. As I said yesterday in a post, hate makes someone important. Forgiveness makes that person irrelevant. Guys and girls, I want to thank you so much. 
as you can see, the light's sort of going down. G'day Luke, g'day Michelle, g'day all. And I want you to, you know, work damn, damn hard, damn hard this year on understanding. Hey, and listen, I'm not one of these fucking new age people that believes that, you know, positive thinking is going to solve every problem. But what I'm going to say to you is this. There is nothing, there is nothing on this planet that you won't do better if you're optimistic and you have anticipation that things are going to work out versus not working out. There's not a single thing, whether it's asking someone out, whether it's hitting a first serve in tennis, whether it's doing a sales presentation, whether you're up on stage speaking at a conference, whether you're doing an auction, whatever, going to a job interview. So I'm really hoping that you enter the group of people that have decided that they're going to have a future bigger than their past. Thank you so much, guys, and God bless you. Hey, do us a favor. Share the rant. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next?